We'll definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big circle. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Mr. Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. It is the uh, time of the week when we get together with a couple of friends here in studio and just talk about the week's events and whatever's going on in their lives as well. Uh, typically not politicians unless there was a short period when I was doing some politicians on the show because they were you know, running for office and I like to see them out of their native environment of answering the obvious questions. So uh, we've got today with us got Butch Hansen, who is the uh, past president, now the vice president for the Veterans Memorial Park Foundation. Butch, welcome back. It's always great to be here. A, a, a staple of the rap, along with your wife, Lee, who's fantastic <laughs> as well. Um, and then, um, you know, I didn't think, I guess I could have invited the two of you. That would have been interesting, both of you as veterans. It would have been a fascinating conversation. Oh, it always is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like getting, getting around the kitchen table at the Hanson household. Uh, and John Singley, who is also a veteran, both Navy guys. Um, uh, John uh, is the uh, founder, owner, operator of Studio 850 on Facebook, a fantastic resource of uh, typically video-based news, but he goes and covers a lot of events, and there's a lot of uh, sort of, you know, you, it's hard to find that video on the official sources, but you can find it on Studio 850. John, welcome back. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, just a side note here, I was uh, in the Navy. I served as a, a lot of things in the Navy, but principally as a public affairs officer. I served right alongside Lee Hansen's sister. Oh, all and, right. Uh, a great colleague of mine, and um, Jane Campbell's her name, Lee. I remember the sister. So we, we had a connection of sorts. Small world indeed. Indeed. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And now I don't know, I, uh, Captain, right? Butch, you retired yes. as a captain. Yes. John, I don't know your rank. I should know. I, I, was, pro- I was a captain. You were captain also. So I have two captains here in studio with me. That's uh, dangerous. And <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. So let's, before we get to just kind of talking about things, uh, Butch, obviously the park has a bunch of things going on today. Tell us about the, for people who might not know, tell us what's happening at the Veterans Memorial Park downtown. Well, it's been a very busy week uh, culminating in reading, uh, all the names 30th anniversary of the park down there in the wall south and uh accordingly we've uh, since last saturday been reading all 58,318 names on that wall uh the last few will be read today by some vietnam veterans on our board but um there's there's lots going on the uh there's lots of vendors and uh non-profit uh organizations that will be set up uh setting up right now but they'll be starting up at nine o'clock down there uh the parade starts at 10 o'clock at city hall and will end at the park soon after that uh at 10 30 we'll be dedicating our new war dog memorial which is already a big hit but we'll formally unveil it at 10 30 and um okay i'm gonna ask because i don't know what does that mean? Well, the what the war dogs yep. mean. Um, well, you know, you found, you found a gap in my knowledge, so I want to. I don't want to hide it. I want to know. A submariner, I didn't know much about military war dogs, if you will. But tens of thousands of dogs have been trained to support our troops in oh, the field. Okay, all right, and um, they get not much recognition. They can't speak for themselves, but. Um, right. I'll tell you, when you get to the ground pounders, the Marines, the the grunts versus the aviators that populate Pensacola, uh, very special meaning, the war dogs. They've saved thousands, thousands of lives in Vietnam and other conflicts, trained to do all sorts of things. And, uh, of course, the, the dogs' uh, senses are, are very important in the field sometimes. So we're happy to honor them. 
uh, our, our, uh, our sculpture was just put in place. And uh, I had a whole uh, bunch of uh, homeschool kids down there for a tour uh, the other day. That's great. Right after we put it down. And they went wild over the war dog. But it's uh, very, very meaningful to those that have ever served uh, with them. I can't wait to see that. And I, so, so I was thinking that it was a, an expression or a colloquialism yeah. for something else. I didn't dogs yeah. obviously that right. makes sense right so and then at 11 o'clock the 11th hour 11th day 11th month uh what used to be armistice day um after world war one but our ceremony will start and it's a great ceremony we have the civic band there the opera singers the blue anchor bells um um, our guest speaker, uh, Mr. Dale Dye, a Marine a hero from Vietnam. And since then, uh, in the in the movie uh, arena, he's a technical director. And I met him. I got to meet he's him. Made, he's right worked on a couple of small town. films, right? Small a couple, I mean, couple of small independent releases. Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, Brand of Brothers. He's been in them all, wrote the scripts. Uh, so greatly enhanced uh, the military films you see these days and john you're you're going over to milton maybe is that uh I, we try to get around uh in the three county area these uh, memorial day and veterans day services to get people you know give people an opportunity to tell their story as well absolutely yeah so andrew i got a question for you i'll go i'll go on um it's my favorite about, this is what janice gilly used to always do yeah janice gilly would come about, on, she would come on the air and i'd ask her my questions and then she'd always end with a question for me it's the scariest moment of my talk radio week go on well I'll talk about because this is a great navy town let's be real here now you mentioned something recently you were out at the museum that's I right. Think there was a gala or something. Yeah, for the uh, the tribute the for the aviators and Jesse Brown movie. Tell yes. us about that. Oh, it's fantastic. Jesse Brown is a great Navy hero. So here's the thing: I'm very reluctant to talk about it because I think for anybody who's in the aviation community, they know the story, okay, and they know they know the story, okay. Uh, if I talk about the movie, I'm afraid I'm going to tell the people who don't know the story something that they don't know, mm. and I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to steal it from but the movie was amazing and um uh glenn the uh glenn powell who was of course in top gun maverick was uh, one of the producers on the film and he was making a joke about how this is now his third because he did top gun maverick he made devotion and now he's got a blue angels documentary coming out next summer hmm. and uh, he's like i've been told i can't do any more naval aviation movies <laughs> did you <laughs> get is, to see the whole movie yes yes yeah. it was so fantastic it? five stars five oh stars. yeah no i had top rating fantastic but really. if you want a book that you can't put down pick up devotion okay uh it i and he was the, the writer was there adam i think is his name anyway he was at the yeah. he was at the screening so yeah the the book i i i was given uh admiral quinn gave me his copy last uh year and literally i could not put it down till it was done it i understand the movie's great I haven't seen it yet but the book is amazing uh, yeah and i've heard uh, outstanding things about it. i have not read it but yeah i've heard it and and no i think the movie's well uh, I, I think one of the the bridges at toko ri mm-hmm. is probably the last great korean naval aviation mm-hmm. movie so it's about time we get yeah. korea back on the public conscious again and and i mean most people and I'll, I'll speak for myself here what i know of the korean war is mash i mean yeah. that's largely what i know of the korean war was you know from that one tv show which of course is a is a very odd little cross slice of what yeah. that conflict involved um so i'm very appreciative that we're making you know more about that particular conflict well you know we have a we have a wonderful memorial to the the korean war down at the park and there there's lots of information about 
just the humanitarian side of that war that the U.S. participated in, mm-hmm. as well as the, the combat side. It's, if you see the, the memorial there, there's two sides of the war, two sides of the memorial, the humanitarian side, which is amazing, the tens of thousands of refugees the Americans saved in that war, as well as the remarkable com- combat side of it. And, and how many movies have been made about Vietnam and how many movies have been made about World War II and how many movies haven't been made about Korea? I mean, clearly, yep. it, you know, I mean, it's even, I mean, we've got far more movies even made about Iraq. I think Korea than, was than the Korea. war we all wanted to forget, Andrew. Sure. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so we kind of pushed it out of the public consciousness. You know, Hollywood took a break, but uh, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing, uh, the story of Korea is a story of a nation not ready for conflict. And, um, the, the, I'd like to give credit to the Army, Task Force Smith. These were garrison soldiers in uh, Japan, living the high life, geisha women, whatever, right after World War II, and were called on short notice to land on the Korean Peninsula. We almost got pushed back into the Sea of Japan. Mm-hmm. There was a 30-mile line that they held uh, for about a month, or otherwise Korea would have been gone. So um, the lesson there is you can demobilize and you can stand down and demilitarize, but that's a losing policy. Yeah, You have uh, to be ready. You have to have a force that's ready. Yeah, the thank God it's over. Let's relax now for a while because surely nothing else can happen. Terrible plan. (laughs) Terrible, terrible approach. Interestingly, it's not over. There's still a demilitarized zone there where people are pointing guns at each other Mm -hmm. and and well now shooting missiles back and forth right i mean the con the tensions there are as high as they've ever been in my lifetime and we still have 30 some thousand troops there right and, and that's and and again with that mm-hmm. tensions are still as high as they've ever right. been in my lifetime right now we're talking uh with uh butch hansen and also john singley both uh retired captains so gentlemen i appreciate your service you know that's true mm-hmm. uh we'll be back in just a moment on the wrap i'm andrew mckay let's get candy cullerton in here with traffic on the fives and thank you both for your service we really yeah. we love you guys uh traffic on the fives brought to you by anderson subaru east nine mile and guidey lane showing an accident this morning um and it's still blocking of course uh the drive with caution near hillcrest westbound traffic on east nine mile road is being rerouted onto guidey lane traffic on the fives is brought to you by Anderson Subaru. Uh, they need your car, and uh, they'll pay more than ever before. Anderson Subaru, your adventure starts here. Traffic tips, 437-1620. I'm Candy Cullerton, News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. David's Catfish House is the local place where Southern and seafood meet. David's offers delicious, genuine Gulf seafood and the finest Mississippi catfish. Food is made to order with generous portions of their Southern sides, including their signature slaw, which is famous throughout the South. Voted best of the Bay nine years running. They take pride in what they do, offering dine-in and to-go orders and delivery with third-party online partners. So go and visit the place where Southern and seafood meet. See you at David's, Milton at Pensacola. Hi, this is Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel for the Chamber Connection Show that will keep you informed on what's going on with your Chamber of Commerce. Tune in this Monday morning at 10 to find out about our upcoming events, all of our different programs, and what's happening with our local business community. It's the Chamber Connection Show every other Monday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. Dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, dependable.
Sweet. Welcome back. 849 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Homecoming Air Show weekend. It's Egg Fest weekend. It is Veterans Day today, which is uh, part of the reason I wanted to have my two friends here in studio with me, both retired captains in the Navy. Uh, John Singley, uh, who was mostly a public affairs officer for quite some time. And uh, before that, he was enlisted on the boat. We were just talking about that in the break. And Butch, who was a submariner. I always want to say this word wrong because I was raised on Marvel, not boats, but that's okay. Um Butch, what I'm fat. We never talk about the submarines. Like, there's been movies. We talk about movies made about different conflicts. There's been movies, you know, Crimson Tide and Humphrey Red October and call it um, silent service for nothing. And it's right. exactly run silent, run deep, going back to the war, you know, the big war. Um, but you tell me anything, and I always feel like I'm not supposed to ask, you know, like you're not supposed to ask about the submarines, especially the one with the missiles on them. So, uh, you, but you were on attack subs and then. Yes, most of my career was on attack subs. I commanded a, an attack sub. And, uh, you know, most of that was back in the Cold War days when it was, you know, us versus the Soviets and uh, all over the world. But I was stationed on the East Coast, but that doesn't mean we stay there. Yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> That's kind of the, we, we can talk about where you were based out of. I've been, you know, I've been in the Arctic. I've been under the ice. I've been, but I've been in southern climes also. Um, great career. And then I, then they decided I needed to be cross-pollinated, and uh, so I got command of the SSBN squadron in Kings Bay, Georgia. Wow. Um, wow. That's that's a responsibility. Program. Big job. Big job. Yes. Uh, big repair facility there. Uh, those ships, each ship has two crews. They come in for about one month, refits, and you send them back out with another crew. Their monikers hide with pride, but uh, but they're the backbone of our strategic uh, defense. Right. I'm, I you know, I, I sometimes make the comment that uh, whenever I'm talking on the radio, whatever I know, I always know there's somebody in the audience who knows more than I do <laughs> on everything. There's not a single thing that I will talk about. There's not somebody who knows more. So great. Now, I, every time I open my mouth and start talking about nuclear deterrence or strategic weapons or anything i'm gonna a great butch is probably listening he's probably shaking his head you know i'll send you a text okay fair (laughs) enough if i say something dumb you have a hundred percent permission to send me a text so what i mean is is there a movie that represents that life in any way close to what it was Uh, really like for red october was pretty good okay uh mr clancy obviously had great sources sure dialogue and in that was was good as far as Crimson Tide, there were some good things there, but you know, like Gene Hackman punched out Denzel Washington on the con. I hardly ever punched out my ex. <laughs> but um, only six but, times. I mean, come on. <laughs> that really doesn't happen too much, and the captain hardly ever takes a dog to sea either. So okay, but, uh, yeah, it makes sense. But, but the whole issue about the conflict of do we launch the missiles? Do we not launch the missiles? It's I mean, that's that's a real debate if it ever comes down to that. And those two guys have to be in complete agreement. Yeah. yeah. Wow. John, uh, a little bit we, different. He took a chicken to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> serious. <laughs> true story. The USS Saratoga, Desert Storm. Joe Mobley was a skipper. Uh, uh, A6 guy, by the way, former prisoner of war, retired okay. as a vice admiral. He, uh, he took a chicken because the Saratoga's lineage goes back to the – uh, 
the Revolutionary War on Lake Champlain, and one of the original USS Saratogas took a. They had chickens to cook. Quite mm-hmm. frankly, the British attacked them. They, the mast fell. The chicken flew the coop. Uh, the sailors rallied, defeated the British on Lake Champlain, and ever since then, it's been part of the USS, which is gone. Saratoga's gone now, but it was the um, mascot of the USS Saratoga. So Joe Mobley decided to take the chicken to war with us. Because it's a good luck symbol, icon. It was icon. a good luck symbol, rally the troops. The problem was, when we got back to Mayport after it was over, the customs guys, who usually come aboard from a deployment and want to know what goodies you're bringing back, <laughs> said, uh, hey, I heard there was a, a chicken on board. If you got livestock, you can't land the vessel at the pier. <laughs> There's like 10,000 people waiting out there, right? families and all that. <laughs> And one an, uh, chicken could have thwarted the, chicken, the return? Uh, live, well, you know how bureaucrats are. I do, unfortunately, customs. yes. With all respect to the customs, Homeland Security, they do a great job. This guy was going to do a great job. He was not going to let that chicken land at the pier. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to thwart the invading force of fowl. So, you know, uh, so what happened? Well, uh, Captain Don't leave us hanging. and the uh, warrior that he was said either we're going to land this vessel or um, you're going to have to get off the ship there sir so <laughs> we landed the and they took the 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 air wing guys were at cecil field at the time a bunch of f-18 guys and they took the cock back to cecil field where it lived happily ever after okay so oh, they right. evacuated they made the uh, the bird became a refugee essentially <laughs> right and a, and a well cared for member of the aviation community there i'm sure never a dull moment in naval air <laughs> believe me but you know, a great submarine movie, not for modern submarines, but World War II era, Das Boot. Oh, God. Yeah. German well, I mean, I say, I mean, you're the, I'm saying I loved it as, you know, as a civilian. So, so realistic. That was, that was life on a diesel boat in that era. And, uh, you, a submariner didn't need to read the subtitles to know, to know what was going, going on, on <laughs> what they were saying. Yeah. Very good. Well, we're talking uh, to, we've got uh, John Singley and Butch Hansen again, both the retired captains from the United States Navy in here on Veterans Day. Uh, Candy Cullerton has uh, Traffic on the Five. This is the best rap you've ever had. Oh, this thanks. is so great, you guys. I, I, I totally lucked it. Can I just, uh, just true story, uh, every, basically on Tuesday is when I sat down to book for the rap, and, uh, you know, I was kind of looking over my list of who I haven't had on in a while. I'm like, uh, Butch is always available. Oh, it's Veterans Day. Oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> so I didn't know if he'd be available because he's got all these events. And, I, and as soon as I realized, I'm like, oh, I have to have two veterans on. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. So anyway, can you This is go- so great. I wish oh. you guys were here all the time. Uh, the traffic on the fives. Uh, East Nine Mile and Guidey showing an accident. There is still that roadblock. So drive with caution again near Hillcrest Church. Westbound traffic on East Nine Mile is being rerouted still onto Guidey Lane. If you have traffic tips or traffic on the fives, you can always text us 437-1620. Candy Cullerton with traffic on the fives. Very good. So, uh, you know, we haven't talked about events and that's fine by me it's a fascinating conversation i just kind of want to give you guys a chance to say i don't know whatever you want to say you know we got all kinds of veterans listening veterans families listening civilians like me so, Andrew, you know listening. your audience uh, is over in santa rosa right yeah absolutely yeah, so let me put in a shameless plug this morning go on uh we posted on studio 850 an interview i did a couple of weeks ago with one of the green beret horse soldiers remember these are the guys that Rumsfeld sent into Afghanistan immediately after 911 with only what they carried on their back yeah. and said, go run the Taliban out. Uh, one of their guys was over in Navarre here a couple weeks ago, and I had the chance to interview him. We put that interview up this morning. But what was I thought was really important in there was he talked about the Remembrance Monument in New York City. I don't know how many people have ever seen that. It is a monument right there at the 911 site 
to those 12 Green Berets. It's a soldier riding a horse. Okay. And he talked in this thing about it was the first time since World War I that the Army guys had led horse charges into battle. Yeah. And, uh, and, and how that all worked out. But also, Andrew, I want to put in a plug well, for thanks you, for, too. Thanks for I, making that, by I, the way. I'll tell you, you are the hardest-working news media guy I've ever been around, and I've been around a few uh, in my time. And I think you're a great asset to this community, and I want oh, to tell you that. Well, thank you. I know you're not going to say it yourself, <laughs> but you put in all the work that's needed to serve the community, you and the entire team here in the building, quite frankly. So uh, we appreciate it. Not a lot of sleep, uh, <laughs> but I enjoy, I, I mean, I never thought I would like covering just local news and local politics and it's like an addiction almost. It's so entertaining and interesting and fascinating. Entertaining. And, yeah. Oh, you know, sometimes good and sometimes not so good. But I'd like to, I'd certainly like to second that, John, and uh, appreciate all you do, Andrew. But, um, you know, it's been a very moving week for, for us at the park, me in particular, I can't say enough about this community. Uh, hundreds of volunteers came down to read those names. Not just uh, political leaders, we certainly had them come down. The chief of police, the firemen, policemen, other city staff, uh, you name it. Um, it's moving to live in such a community that, uh, that does so much and appreciates all those that have uh, sacrificed so much for what we enjoy every day. This is an incredible place. I've never lived anywhere like it. And whether it's the charities, people who are willing to step in and volunteer their time to just do the things to take care of their fellow human beings, or as you say, the kind of values core here for support for law enforcement, support for the military, just all of that, you know, it's a, I mean, it, it, it's a humbling place to live. I mean, it, it absolutely is. And especially for, you know, somebody like me who's from the North, right? You know, there's always, can he, can he do okay in the South? Will they, and a hundred percent receptive. Like I've, I've, I don't think I've ever had somebody, oh, you know, that guy's not from here. No, I mean, you know, a very warm, receptive place, perhaps because of the cosmopolitan, cosmopolitan nature with the military. But, hey, to you guys, thank you to all of our other veterans. Thank you so much. Again, the air show is on today and tomorrow. You can go down to the, the Veterans Memorial Park for all of the events that are happening here shortly. Stream us at News Radio 923.